Welcome to the Rams post game show. My name is Victor Corona, aka uh, Victor Producer. Joining me from SoFi Stadium is Gilbert Manzano, who does it for the OC Register, Ailey Daily News. Gilbert, how is that locker room after this big? Uh, well, I guess not a big win, but a win versus the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Victor, slow it down. Not not a big win, but it was a win. A win is a win. That is the mood of the locker room right now. Uh, players are, are upbeat. There was loud music coming out of the locker room before Sean McVay's presser. So uh, to get to three and three before the bye week was was pretty much the, the, the mission all along. Like, you know, limp into the bye week, get guys healthy, just get the win. It doesn't matter how you got the win, just get the win. And for the first three quarters, it was pretty ugly, Victor. Uh, and obviously, we'll get into it, but there was a loss of Joe Noteboom, the left tackle. Uh, there was a pick six from Matthew Stafford. But then that fourth quarter, they really figure it out offensively. The defense was great. The defense was awesome. We'll break it all down. Uh, but to finally get a win in that two-game losing streak and go into the bye week three and three was mission accomplished overall for the Rams. Yeah, and I mean – Honestly, that second half, I'll scoring the the Panthers seventeen nothing was what was the key. I I think for this game, uh, seeing them finally put together a half, especially the third and fourth quarter, scoring your for, for the first time this season in the fourth quarter was huge. But I wanna I wanna get your takeaways right off the bat. What was your biggest takeaway? I hope I didn't take too many things there by some of the things I said, but uh, just give us your takeaways. Yeah, you know, I think it's just the 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 first. No, I want to say the the last drive of the third quarter. You finally saw things clicking for them, and I want to say it was a Cooper Cup twenty-two yard reception or a catch and run. Allen Robinson had a twenty-yard catch as well, and then boom, they're in the red zone out of nowhere. And then that that run for Ben Skoranek, and they really got they got creative because there's no Cam Akers. They lost Joe Nopum. They have four backup linemen out there, so. When you want to create and throw people off, you do a lot of jet sweeps and, and end the rounds to the wide receivers. But that final drive, I think it was 11 seconds to go. Ben Skorana got the touchdown 17 to 10. Suddenly, the offense was clicking. They were doing well. Uh, Daryl Henderson got the touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it 20 to 10. And that was their first fourth quarter touchdown of the season, Victor. Finally, a fourth quarter touchdown. So uh, that those two, uh, I want to say they were back-to-back scoring drives. I forget. So those were all big, big positives. And you know, obviously the offensive line helping out with the run game. They got 111 rushing yards, uh, you know, with seven carriers, eight including Matthew Stafford. So it wasn't like, a, oh, they finally ran the ball. Like they looked great, uh, but they were efficient. They were creative. They made it work. But to me, that that I'll dwell on is that final drive in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Like the offense finally has something. And Allen Robinson came alive. Victor, remember the name Allen Robinson? He had the jump ball. Uh, near the sideline, I think on third down, he had the fade pass touchdown. So to get Allen Robinson involved with Cooper Cup, that one drive, I, you know, with the back-to-back twenty plays, twenty-yard plays, that's what they wanted to see from staff, sorry, from Stafford, Cup, and Robinson. Yeah, and you mentioned the the how well balanced this offense was today. I mean, you talk about the seven, you know, ball carriers today. You also talk about how he uh, Stafford spread the ball to all five. Uh, I think he had like six guys he spread the ball to. 
today, and it was well balanced. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup didn't have a touchdown, but you had Ben Skoranek on a rushing touch, 17-yard rushing touchdown on a jet sweep, and then you had Allen Robinson with that jump ball, which we've been all asking. You've been asking for this all season long, and we fi- and we finally got to see it. So that was awesome to see. But I wanted to go over some of our keys going in uh, as we previewed this matchup. You had this the defense forcing our turnover. You got that with. Uh, Nick Scott getting that turnover late in the game as we tweeted out. And then also you wanted to see some of the other guys step up that are not Aaron Donald. Um, and and we and we saw that today with some of the stuff uh, from the defense. We had Jalen Ramsey had his second straight game with a sack. Uh, those are his first two career sacks, which is pretty cool to see. And then Marquise Copeland added a sack as well. So how I, I got to give you credit for that because you you called it and and it came through, man. How, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it, it feels like the defense, like who are getting forgotten because how bad the offense has been. Like they're 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 getting comfortable. They're getting that momentum. They're becoming a shutdown defense. Like I know it's the Panthers. We get it. Like they're they're a one man team. And Christian McCaffrey uh, and McCaffrey pretty much did all the work for them today. Uh, but after that first drive where they did have trouble with McCaffrey, the field goal, the three points, that's all they scored on them on the defense because, remember, the pick six came on Stafford with well, pick six, obviously. So uh, to only allow three points uh, was big for the defense. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey getting a second career sack. It was going like this the whole time because he was happy to get two. Uh, uh, you know, credit to Ernest Scott for tipping that interception for Nick Scott. So to get to end the drought of a three-game streak without a taker was big. But we spoke to Bobby Wagner in the locker room, and he's like, you know, we got to do better with the with the tackling. You know, he kept saying they, they want to start scoring defensive points. Like, you know, three games in a row, the Rams have been in the other end. Like the Cowboys, uh, 49ers, and the Panthers all have gotten defensive touchdowns on Stafford. But they want to start doing that too. Like they see like the offense is struggling. They want to become not just a shutdown point-wise defense. They want to start scoring and getting takeaways uh, at a high rate, at a high volume. So I think that's the, like the second stage or the third stage for them to get it up to. Now they're getting comfortable though, but you know, clean up some things and that defense will be clicking. And Bobby Wagner, man, he's been he's been doing great, kind of being the operator there. Uh, Aaron Donald, you know, he didn't have to do all the work today. So I know it's the Panthers and the, and Christian McCaffrey. You know, I know I know a lot of people want McCaffrey on the Rams. Uh, gave him trouble, but other than that, it, it was it was a really good day for them. But again, it was the Panthers, you know. Yeah, and and I wanted to ask you. I, I forgot to to kind of mention this and ask you about this. But you do you when you uh, when you brought up the locker room and talking to uh, Bobby Wagner, I wanted to ask you: Was there any updates on left tackle Joe Nopum, and also with the situation with Cam Akers? Do you see? Do you see? Will we see him again in a Rams uniform? You think, and or we can just save it for another day. Well, let me start by saying this. It was such a weird game that without Cam Akers, it was their best rushing performance of the season. I know it was a very like creative approach with eight people and jet sweeps and wide receivers, but 111 rushing yards worked out. And then the offensive line had their best game since what, the Arizona game or or or, or the Falcons? And that was with four backups. So it's so strange that they finally got it together. Uh, but to answer your question, let's start with the Joe Noteboom. Uh, the left tackle who went down, who got carted off in the second quarter. They initially called it an ankle injury, Victor, but then Sean McVay said, you know what? I think it might be an Achilles injury, which they, they're, they're fearing it could be an Achilles injury. So when you hear that, you tend to think it'll be a season-ending injury. So if it is the end of the season for Joe Nopum, 
it's going to be another setback uh, for this offensive line, but they have something to build on today. Uh, I don't want to get his name wrong. Uh, Alaric Jackson, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Alaric Jackson going from right guard to left tackle was outstanding. Odi Abushi finally got in at right guard to fill in uh, the former starter for the Chargers. So there's some positives there. But to lose your left tackle for the season, possibly, I don't want to speculate, but it sounded like they're heading that way. It's going to be another challenge. But going to Cam Akers, a running back who was told to stay home, in-house, private reasons for why he can't play against the Panthers. Uh, I feel like we're heading that way. Cam Akers probably is done with the Rams. And, you know, who knows, maybe they could repair it. Daryl Henderson was, uh, you know, was trying to, you know, be positive when he spoke to us in the locker room, I want to say Friday. And he's like, we're going to fix this with Cam Akers. And then he was like, but I also don't know anything. So who knows? So uh, it's just the way Sean McVay was talking about it. It sounds like they're trying to trade him or, or trying to part ways, but who knows, maybe after the bye week and, and, and people have cooled off and they're talking, how can we make this work? Maybe Cam Akers regretting and staying at home and saying like, I got to figure out with Coach McVay here because th that team is winning. That team needs me. I don't know, Victor. So maybe the disagreement there is, is too much damage has been done. They can't repair it. Uh, but Sean McVay said that he will have more on that situation for us reporters tomorrow on Zoom. So look out for that uh, to see what happens with Cam Akers. But uh, it's not looking good right now. It's, it's not a good look. He called it a unique, unique situation, something he hasn't really dealt with. So uh you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that is uh, the end for Cam Akers with the Rams. The next thing I wanted to ask you was ask you about uh, the offense in terms of Matt Stafford. Uh, one of the things that we got to tweet out was this is his sixth pick six of the uh, since joining the Rams. Should we should people be worried and Ram fans be worried about this? Uh, and I want to give credit to Joe Reedy from the AP who tweeted this out. So, how I mean, sh should Ram fans be concerned with the sixth, you know, pick six from Matt Stafford now? You know, a little bit. You know, they, they you know, I guess today didn't hurt them, but when when they happen, they come at the worst time, and then they 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 give you the biggest damage. They score touchdowns on it, so. Uh, yeah, what is it? Eight interceptions, only six passing touchdowns for Matthew Stafford. Those are not the numbers you want. Uh, and, you know, to be three and three, you know, they're getting by. But, you know, say you're you're in a must-win situation and, and he keeps throwing an interception. You know, the forced fumbles maybe are not on him because of the pressure. Even some of the interceptions are not on him because of the pressure. But uh, today the offensive line was better and he still threw a bad ball there. I think he was trying to target Cooper Cup. Like, the first couple of quarters, they were still trying to give it to Cooper Cup a lot. And maybe that could be an issue there. Just too much Cooper Cup. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's an issue just yet because uh, the offensive line doesn't really let him, you know, work down the field to see it fully. Like, what what if he had protection, right, Victor? And he's throwing the ball down the field a lot. He's he's operating in a clean pocket. Maybe those mistakes are, 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 are smaller. So, you know, say they figure it out offensively on the offensive line and he's still making those turnovers then I think that's where you should start panicking and worrying about uh, Matthew Stafford. But ha as we know, the career numbers though, Victor, like he's done this throughout his career. Uh, so we'll see, he, he could, you know, limit the damage uh, for the rest of the way. Yeah. And he had a good game today. He was 26 of 33 for 253, one touchdown and an interception. And then you, you, 
you know, he was well-balanced, like, in the second half. That's what people have been asking. I mean, you had Cup finishing with seven catches. Allen Robinson and Ben Skoranek had both with five catches. So, and and I love the implement of the jet sweep. I mean, that really helped, like, especially with that Ben Skoranek jet sweep that went in for 17 yards for a touchdown. But uh, on the positive side, I, I wanted to, you know, we're, we're trying to keep this positive because, you know, they got they got – they got to win after the two game losing streak, but I want, they, they go into the bye now tied for first with the Niners losing to the Falcons and then the Seahawks beating the Cardinals today. So how do you, how, how do they, you know, rebound for like, how do they go forward from this now that they're tied for first place? Yeah, that, that's, that's the best thing, right? Like they have all these injuries here and they're three and three and they're still tied for first place in the NFC West. So uh, I know people were freaking out about the offensive line and all that and the offense. And, uh, you know, it was like the end of the world. But then, you know, here we are, bye week three and three. Allen Robinson is involved in the offense. And, uh, you know, I, I think right now it's too early to kind of start looking at the standings. But it kind of just shows you, like, you know, you know, regardless of how bad it got that first quarter of the season or the six games of the season, to be tied for first place as a positive outlook, uh, but Victor, I know you, we want to be positive for the win, but I'll just say this because it, it was risky to run because the jet sweeps are not new. Like they've they've done it before because that's how they try to minimize, uh, you know, the damage that the offensive line has been doing because they want to make it quick and they want to be creative and they want to keep the the defense on their toes and guessing. But today it finally worked. Like it wasn't working before. It was like a Brandon Powell two yard jet sweep, a two two Atwell one yard jet sweep. Events Karanik one yard or Cooper Cup, but now they're being productive. Maybe they could build off of that because you know what? <laughs> After the bye week, I think the offensive line will still be an issue. One thing though that we did see, you know, unfortunately because of Joe Nopum going down, Odia Bushi, the veteran, they finally got to play him. And when you have veteran presence, that helps out. So I wonder what that means for Matt Skura, but it sounds like they were pleased with the center, uh, Jeremiah Coloni who was in the police academy not too long ago, apparently. Uh, so to be in the police academy and then be starting games at center, that kind of summarizes uh, this offensive line. But, Victor, one thing that really stuck to me, and I know they won, but remember it was like second and one, I want to say the second quarter, and they had two carries. Ronnie Rivers, Malcolm Brown, both no game. After that, Joe Nopum got hurt. So that was kind of like a summary of the season so far. Like, they couldn't get the, they couldn't get the carry. The offensive line got an injury. But who knows, Victor, maybe that fourth quarter, that last drive in the third quarter was something that could turn around. Or it could just be the Panthers. This is just me trying to think here, like, what am I looking at here? But they try to keep the same old, same old to gain chemistry. It worked against the Panthers. It was risky, but it worked. But I don't think they should keep doing same old, same old after the bye week. Hopefully, uh, if you're a Rams fan, I know people are asking drastic changes, big changes. Hopefully for them who are asking for that, they will get that. But who knows? After seeing Robinson have a day, uh, the rushing attack was good and solid. Maybe they're like, hey, Van Jefferson's going to come back. Brian Allen will be back. Small changes. But I don't think this team needs small change. I think they need bigger changes. And that's something I'm going to be very curious to see uh, after the bye week. Yeah, and I mean, the schedule doesn't get easy coming out of the bye week. You know, you get the Niners who are just ravaged with injuries right now. So this might be the best time to face them coming off the bye week. And then you got the Buccaneers who lost to the Steelers. So maybe there's there's hope there. They can get it together. If they can split that, then you're 
back at, you know, you can be four and four and you're looking good halfway through the season as you move on. So like you said, just take it game by game. Don't look too, too much ahead on the schedule and then things will get better. So let me just get your final thoughts. I know you got to run. You got a lot going on there at SoFi. So uh, give us your final thoughts on to, to, on the Rams win tonight. Yeah, I feel like I really went off on my tangent there on they need changes, but, you know, I'm going to stick to the offensive line and, and 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 even the offense as a whole, Victor, because like, can they really get away with doing jet sweeps on the on the 49ers, on the Buccaneers? Can can they keep doing that? Like, say they want to make the playoffs, and you're going to face the 49ers or maybe the Pan- I mean the not the Panthers, the Cowboys again, right? Like, is that going? This what they what you saw today? Will that work against those teams? Like, the goal is to get to the playoffs, and what I saw on the field is not going to get it done against those quality teams. So. How do you make changes? But the good thing, Victor, I'm, I'm going to go on the positive. That defense is getting settled in, and it's still early in the season. Like, like you don't think about them. Like, I know the, I know the, the Cowboys are getting, like, worked right now. But that, that Cowboys defense was pretty good. The 49ers, the Eagles defense, give them credit to the Eagles. Uh, but they're getting to that point where, like, this defense is really good. Now they get the takeaways. They get some pressure. They get some scoring. That, that would be big because, say, they run, like, this Jimmy G, Cooper Rush offense. And all you got to do is be, you know, be, you know, efficient and let the defense do your work. Maybe that they'll get it done. But to have four backups on the offensive line, Victor, I'm just wondering how will they try to adjust to all that? But if they get Brian Allen back, they get Van Jefferson back, some other guys. Uh, that's a big thing. If they get healthy, who comes out of the bye week? Uh, we'll see how they play it out. Yeah, and one of the things I I just wanted to say to go off of that is you got to stay positive right now in terms of you know you're 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 three and three at this point. Just keep just keep improving. You know this this the identity of the Rams right now is is their defense is really good. You know go you know build build this the rest of the season off your defense. Run the ball. And and stop turning the ball over with Matt Stafford. You don't need to force it. You know, as long as you can get some wide receiver screens, some jet sweeps, things like that, and and protect the ball going forward. I think you've you've kind of are starting to see the identity of this team is you're going to rely on that defense and the offense has to do just enough. Unfortunately, uh, that this offense isn't what it's been, that juggernaut that we've seen from Sean McVay. So, and, you know, I'll leave it at that for, for now. And we'll get more into it during the bye week as we move forward and kind of preview the Niners, the Niners matchup. Uh, give me your, uh, your 12 pack of beer player of the game. Yeah, I think we're going to need a, a, a what is it called? A 24 pack of modelos for this one because I'm going to give it to the offensive line uh, to, to you know, play that well after another shuffling. Uh, Odia Bushi, you know, I'm, I'm done butchering his name. So I'm going to call him Jackson. A. Jackson. Until I figure out the first name, I even asked him, I say, hey, did I get it right this time? He said, no. So I'm embarrassing myself with Jackson. But to go from right guard to left tackle, that was great. Odia playing right. Uh, Jeremiah Coloni, uh, Rob Havenstein. Uh, Bobby Evans too. So for them, people were criticized. I was talking to Bobby Evans like, "Hey, do you kind of care about what people are saying? Like, your people are bashing you guys right, right now." He's like, "We don't pay attention to the noise. We're gonna do our thing." And that meeting for maybe Rob Evans saying deserves a, the Bayana Pacifico if he wants because nice. he, he let the players only meeting and it worked out. So uh, they didn't want to panic, but they needed a meeting. So the offensive line go and chug all that beer if you want. Yeah, for me, it's Allen Robinson, man. Like, it was good to see him. He was so happy, even during that uh, catch that he made. You know, he was having a little, uh, 
he was playing around with Corey Littleton there, and it was it was just awesome to see him be happy, man. He looks like he, you know, that touchdown really helped him out today, and I'm sure a lot of fantasy players were happy to see Allen Robinson get involved. So um, I'm gonna give him that because he he deserved it today, and you know, take that 12 pack, man, and have a good time. But that'll do it for us tonight, Gilbert. Let the people know what you got work that you're working on, what stories, what you got, and then lead us off. Yeah, you know, everything I mentioned about the uh, the offense and the offensive line, check it out right now at the OC Register LA Daily News or follow me on Twitter at GMonsano24 for my for my tweets of linking out my stories. Uh, I'm working another one on the defense, how they're doing well, uh, maybe even more on the offensive line because they deserve it. They played that well under the circumstances they had. Uh, but also, if you're watching the replay of this video, you know, comment here with some questions because I think you and I, Victor, will do a video during the bye week, you know, what they need to do to to fix this team or whatever they need to work on during the bye week. So if you have some concerns or questions that could help us on that video for the bye week, leave a comment under this video uh, and we'll get to it. So we want engagement. We want all that stuff. So, uh, but Victor, uh, I'm done promoting. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm done. All I was going to say is make sure you're listening to What's Up Bolts. They got your post-game show tomorrow for the uh, Chargers and Broncos. So I wanted to make sure we got uh, them involved as well. So with that said, Gilbert, take it away. Yeah, and I already saw the Monday Night Football truck, so uh, they're ready to get going for another game at SoFi Stadium. But on that note, ya nos vamos, pues, vámonos.